0: everyone and welcome to another Scots Way podcast. Today we're talking to musician and poet Roy Moller. Hello Roy. Hi there Alistair. How are you and, doing? I'm well thanks. Um, we're here really to talk about the Dunbar Coastward Festival, which you're involved in. Um, it's on from 27th of May to 29th of May. That's right. Um, if you could just tell us a bit about it and then we can chat more.
1: Sure. Well, it started in 2013 as a thing called Dunbar's We Festival of Words. So it was quite a sort of homespun um, event. And that's something that we've we've tried to preserve as we move forward with it. It became Coastword in 2014 so this is the uh, the third year of Coastward and it involves bringing um, established names in the world of literature and music to Dunbar but also um, introducing some local talent giving local talent a stage along with the better known names
0: yeah it strikes me looking at the uh, program you've got a real mix Um, you've got names like Liz Lockhead um, Janice Galloway's there Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Colin Will there, um, but right. you've also got specific Dunbar themed events, um, talk a little bit about how it's split up over the three days, because there's it's a lot crammed into those three days. Yes,
1: we, we have a variety of, uh, of events, as you say, um, we have workshops, and that, that's where some of the our performers um, are also involved, um, uh, we have Janice Galloway, doing a, a writing workshop and giving a talk as well and um, there's a songwriting workshop from the borders singer-songwriter Kirsty law uh, rachel mccrum who is our outgoing writer in residence yep. she's giving a poetry workshop and she's also a performer in one of our events Words to the beat so uh we have in the mornings and afternoons we, we have workshops and talks and author events, and then the evenings, they're more weighted towards performance and a mixture of yeah. music and, and uh,
0: spoken word. Yeah, it really struck me that you're making your uh, guests work for their money. Well, <laughs> who's saying we're giving way? them any money?
2: <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> no. but,
0: we are, we are. But um, um, to get the chance, I think, to get yeah. a writing workshop with Janice Galloway or mm-hmm. a, a poetry workshop with Rachel McCrum, it's quite something.
1: Yes, I mean, we... we Hopefully, so- I think it's something that the the performers enjoy and, and and I know that uh, Rachel McCrum's workshop for instance is a is very much a sound based workshop so, right? so it's, in a way it's quite avant-garde and also quite elemental because it's using the sounds of the sea and the localities so I think it gives them something something another string to their bow if you like um, yeah, and I think it's quite a satisfying thing for a performer to, to get into the nitty gritty that way as well as the living delivering their, their, their turn yeah. in front of a, a big audience
0: I, I can see that, I think the idea of it being more um, interactive if you're there for the yeah. whole weekend you, know, you can really take part not just, uh, and not just be a, a, a member of the audience Well that's
1: just something that we, we hope to encourage um, that people will um, come and stay for the for the weekend uh, performers and audience alike it's, it's great to see some of our performers come to to events that they are not in or they're not hosting and um, and so we certainly hope that people come to uh, our spotlight in Dunbar feature which is as I was mentioning we've we've tried to bring the um, keep the local focus with us over the course of the festivals and um, this year we we have a a, a talk on um, on John Muir who is probably the most famous son of, of Dunbar, uh, an international explorer. He was, he was born in Dunbar. That We're, name
0: jumped out at me because it's yeah. one I don't really know. Can no. you say a bit more about John?
1: He, was, he was born in Dunbar and left um, to visit uh, America when he was um, around about eight or nine years old, I think. Um, and he became one of the best known conservationists in, uh, in North America. Um, and uh, he ended up having a meeting with um, with President Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, right? Um, who was a great admirer of his works. Um, so he uh, he's he's well known um, in, in North America. But I have to confess, I hadn't heard of him until yeah. I visited Dunbar. Um, and although we have a John Muir House in Dunbar, and there's a lot of John Muir themed activities, we I think there's a lot of uh, information. About John Muir and about his writings, because as well as a, being an explorer, he was a very prolific author and quite a man of words. Right, okay. so there's a lot to share about John Muir, and in addition to that, we have um, we have a, a history of Dunbar's closes. Um, a close in in the east coast is a, a sort of a venal or, or passageway yep. rather than um, a, than it would be in the west of Scotland. Um, and we've got a, a film about um, featuring some of our local Dunbar poets. Just
0: your film. Is this? The well, I, I've, yeah
1: yeah yeah. I'm the auteur on that one. Okay. <laughs> so, why, tell a, a p- bit about that. Well, that's um, just a small smattering of of, of, of local poets. We have uh, Colin Will. Yes. You're mentioning earlier, who's um, a prominent uh, poet in Dunbar. He's a member of our uh, committee. He's uh, also on the. Uh, involved with the Scottish Poetry Library and yeah. then Stanza Festival as well so uh, features him our uh, festival director Hannah Lavery who's an accomplished uh, poet as well um, if I try and list everybody I'll, I'll probably miss somebody out so <laughs> yeah, I'll just so. mention the people that are on the committee for um, but uh, we, we have uh, uh, five or six local poets um, basically describing the Dunbar area in words um, and I've been out with my camera and if I'm honest with my iPhone as well, yep. um, filming what I hope is appropriate footage and just sticking the two together in a film poem. So I've been, in my spare hours, I've been slaving in front of my MacBook trying to put that together. And I think it is going to be a, a good um, marriage of, uh, of, of uh, vision and, and poetry and we've got a little bit of music in there. So I would, uh, the world premiere is on uh, Sunday the the, uh, the 29th um, and I would urge everybody to come along to that because it's, as I say, a unique um, showing of the film.
0: Uh, another event, uh, which has got the bar links, it's got fantastic title, Tales of Love, Death, Faith and Fishing.
1: Mm, that's Richard Klein and Karen Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: and they, they're a very talented local um, songwriting Uh, and performing duo Um, they they perform separately as well but when they come together um, I think they're as good as I watched the BBC2 Folk Awards the other week and I think Karen and Richard are up there with with anybody you care to mention and uh, they're writing songs about fishing disasters and uh, it's all very you can imagine you and McCall having ploughed a similar furrow to to the material and they perform it beautifully there's um, Gabriel Garcia Lorca influences in there So, it's a very satisfying blend, an informative blend as well. Their songs make you you want to go and research more about the subject matter.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a rich area for um, examination, and of course, it has done in the folk tradition before. Absolutely. I think, particularly, you know, if you've been stuck for a long time in the West Coast, you don't get to hear enough about those kind of things and the kind of coastal. Themes that um, perhaps you've learnt more about now that you're in
1: Dunbar. I would, I would certainly agree. I mean, Dunbar has, I think, an affinity as a coastal town. um, To well, it's on the same latitude as Leith. Mm-hmm. Um, and both Leith and Dunbar are slightly north of Edinburgh and, and north of Glasgow, yet we're closer to England. So it's a, it's a strange geography in that way. I can never quite get that through my head when I'm getting the train from Glasgow back to Dunbar, that I'm not actually heading south when I get to Edinburgh, I'm heading further east. But we, we have an affinity, I think, with, with Leith, with Fife, which we can see from, from, from the shore in Dunbar, and also with the north of England yeah. ports. There's a lot of people from the north of England have moved to Dunbar. And um, so I think there's a, a sort of unique psychogeography.
0: There, there is an interesting tradition, I think, they are from the north of England, up the east coast, which sometimes is, seems to be forgotten in terms of language, yeah. in terms of shared um, industry. And yeah, things
1: like that. I saw a meme today, actually, that said that um, Celtic was spoken in the vast... Um, I always take these memes with them. A hefty mountain of salt, but it, it claimed that, that um, in the 12th century or the 13th century, in 1200, um, Gaelic was spoken in the vast majority of Scotland. But in the uh, the, the southeast of Scotland, where, where Dunbar is, um, there was a narrow pocket of Scots being spoken. Right. Um, so you could make an argument for, for um, Dunbar being being at the hub of the Scots the early Scots language. Um, but also with the, the, the movable border, and we're, we're as close to Berwick as we are to Edinburgh, Berwick yeah. being in Scotland and not being in Scotland, you know, I think it's quite a fluid um, border when you, when you go down to Berwick and you're in Northumbria. Northumbria yeah. It feels, you know, there's, there's so much different, yet so much the same. The landscape is exactly the same. Um, it's, a, it's a really interesting piece of coast, mm-hmm. and Abbs is, is where the first... Um, merchant ship of World War I was sunk by a U-boat. Oh really? And so the, the whole area is, is littered, literally littered with history. Wow. With wrecks, with piracy, with you name it.
0: The, the tradition of song and poetry in the boulders anyway, you know, it's such a strong one. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: and that's where Kirsty Law, who's our, yeah. our songwriting um, writer in residence, comes from. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she brings with her, that, although she's very young, she brings with her that rich Centuries-old tradition.
0: You were saying uh, before we started that you've only been in Dunbar for a, a few years That's now. Right, yeah. Did you have any idea of the kind of culture that was that was came from there, or is it something that you've discovered?
1: Both are true. I would say I had a slight um, idea of it, and uh, I'd wanted to move from Glasgow for a while, and uh, ha- coming originally from Leith, I'd wanted to move back to the east coast, but yeah. I didn't want to move directly back um and i'd read a bit about dunbar and it seemed to be to have a sort of artistic hub to it um aspect to it but not until i actually went there was i aware of just simple things like the quality of light Mm. dunbar doesn't doesn't just attract musicians and writers it attracts artists and makers Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people involved in crafts and I think it's a bit like St Ives in the, in the sense of the, the, the quality of light, it's the sunniest place in, in Scotland and right. the third sunniest place or fourth sunniest place in the UK and I think that does attract um, makers of all sorts as well. And the year that we arrived um, is also the, the year, through sheer coincidence, is also the year that uh, Coastwood started as the Dunbar Wee Festival of Words, so things have sort of grown. Um, I'm not taking any credit for that, but things yeah. have sort of grown since uh, we've, uh, my
0: wife and my son and I have been there. So, what was the original? I mean, you called the wee festival of roots, and was it literally that? Was it just? It, it about
1: was. About it was a. I don't. Uh, earlier, I said it was sort of homespun. I don't mean that in any any sort of reductive no, fashion, no. but it was. It was a way of. of um, it was. A, Hannah Lavery, our festival director, organised that, and um, it was just a way of giving a voice to to local writers, whilst also bringing in a few connections of connections, you know, a few a few people that we that we knew of to, to Dunbar. And um, but but the next year that had grown to the point where we had Bernard McLaverty as a, a patron, and we had Liz Lockhead um, giving a performance during her tenureship as marker. And um, and she's coming back this year to. Um, be a part of our words to the beat performance. So I think things have really, have really sort of snowballed because we we have an audience in Dunbar that's that's ripe yeah. for this sort of thing. Because the transport connections, specifically the train, are so awkward um, with such early cut-offs for getting into Dunbar and leaving Dunbar, there is to a certain extent a captive audience <laughs> <laughs> who have to make a huge undertaking to get to Edinburgh, Glasgow. Not sure. to get to there, but to come back. So we, it's it's good to bring people out, um, and it's also good to give Dunbar people the chance to perform. Um, and it, it's a it's a great audience. It's not a Glasgow audience. It's not an Edinburgh audience. It's something
2: yeah. special.
0: It's definitely a Dunbar vibe. Well, somebody told me a couple of years ago, and it's again one of these things you might you know have a raised eyebrow at, but that there are more festivals in Scotland now per head than you know anywhere else yeah. in Europe, I think that was the quote, but there certainly are, and I've been to a few of them, small festivals which are very much defined by where they are, mm-hmm. you've got the um, film festival in Denun mm-hmm. and you've got the Alapool Book Festival, which has really grown uh, recently yeah. and um, various music festivals went to New Lanark, which was just oh, wow. mainly yeah. about Lanark musicians turning up, so um, there does seem to be a real desire to have something that Yes, hopefully brings in people from outside, but also celebrates what's already there.
1: Yes, and I think with Coastwood, certainly we've hopefully struck a chord um, where we can celebrate uh, Dunbar and be proud about our, our town without any sort of kale yard or biscuit tin sure. um, element to it. You know, it's 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 um, you know it's, it feels real.
0: Some of the uh, events uh, that just. Jumped out to me where you've got every evening you've got a kind of event night. I think mm-hmm. the opening night you've got a, a kind of Kaylee or at least a, 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 a musical event. A musical
1: you know event or the coastward and yeah. Yes, it's, it's not. There, there, there'll be, well, there might be spontaneous dancing, but there'll be. Uh, <laughs> There'll be no Jimmy Shand records, although I'm not ruling that out for future years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the are I guess it's the folkier of, yeah. of our two um, music and spoken word nights.
0: And then on the Saturday evening, you, as you say, you've got Liz Lockhead appearing, mm. and also Weather Witherpand, Wither the Dance, yeah. A big fan of Wither, um, And I've, is that just going to be there separately, or do you know if there'll be any th- collaboration?
1: Well, um, there's nothing planned as a direct collaboration but having said that we have uh, Tenement and Temple playing who are uh, Monica Queen and Johnny Smiley, ex ex of drum and of Monica Queen. Um, They're now trading as Tenement and Temple and um, Liz Lockhead has been she's got a new book coming out uh, this month and uh, called Fugitive Colours and um, I don't know if the the poems in it but she's written a poem which I've seen her perform at Neuriki, and and she also performed at coastward uh, a kind of standalone Coastward event we had last year, where she's she's talking about, uh, I think it's called Old Vinyl, and she's right. she's basically riffing on on um, on the the pleasures and bittersweet memories brought up by listening to old records and the jumps and the crackles and the warmth, um, and I thought it would be a good idea if Monica and Johnny maybe, as well as their own songs, tackled some classics from the Great American Songbook. Yeah. So there may not be... Well, I think there will be an element of, um, of collaboration going on without giving the, the game away <laughs> on okay. the night. But but as far as, as, as Liz Lockhead and Monica and Johnny are concerned, then I think there will certainly be a blend. They'll, yeah. they'll follow each other. So um, Tenement and Temple will play, and then Liz Lockhead will will waft onto the stage and, and do her thing. So we hope it will be... Uh, That'll be a, a seamless. That,
0: that sounds like a great now For those who don't know, I mean, I think Monica Queen's got one of the great voices. Yeah.
1: She's just an amazing singer. I've been fortunate enough to sing with her on a, a couple of, of, of records. And um, you know, she's very easy to work with as well. Nice person. And that night we also have um, someone else who's a, uh, very easy to work with. And I've made records with too, uh, Michael Peterson. Oh, yes. Um, so, and, and his work with Kevin Williamson at Noi has, has been a real... Inspiration um, to me as far as getting involved in putting um, putting events on. Um, yeah, they, I don't know, think
0: anyone's really done it better than the Noiree Gav in the last few years in Scotland. They really, I think, they even stepped up to fill a gap that was there. You yeah, know?
1: I think it was a gap. I mean, there, I think people, there is still a gap in Edinburgh for, for live music. Um, I don't think it's any secret that the council aren't making things very easy yeah. um, with the noise laws and on that one. Um, but I think in other ways, they, they, there was people didn't even realise they had an itch till Noiriki started to scratch it. <laughs>
0: That's a really good way. And, and yeah. it,
1: it works in so many levels because it, the way it's timed as well—it starts quite early, um, but uh, so it, it can. I have to rush back to Dunbar every time I'm, I'm there, but it can work in a kind of pre-club way for people yeah. as well. It, it's really nicely pitched. Um, and, and Michael and Kevin have just done such a sterling job absolutely
0: and I think you know talking from a Glasgow point of view now that the Arches has shut down yeah there's even more of a need for that kind of thing in Scotland as a well. whole absolutely
1: and uh, they have merged as the skinny said of them they have merged the sort of ideas of, of high culture and low culture they've, they've really broken down those divisions and there is something for for everybody, apart from the very easily offended. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's of <laughs> about. Um, on the Sunday evening, we're promised an evening of film and music. Um, what kind of uh, how will that shape up?
1: The Sunday evening that's Roxana Vilk um, and her band G O L. Yeah. It might be pronounced Goll. I'm not sure. G O L. Um, and sh- she's um, that's been in. She's she's a. Uh, I perform in many different uh, disciplines, and um, the event is, is is basically raising awareness um, of of refugees. The benefits of going to Dunbar help Syrians and the Scottish yeah. Refugee Council. So that's got, we're not. Well, I mean, we're excited to to um, to find out exactly what she how she blends her material, but um, it's going to be a a multimedia. Event and that, that will be our a closing event of the festival. So I think it'll be quite hard hitting in places, but hopefully it'll also have a, a vibe of, of celebration, not one to count our chickens, but yep. uh, <laughs> we'll be um, we'll be celebrating the end of the festival through through words and music.
0: Um, you and Phil uh, mentioned the you know playing with, with various people. Um, yeah, I mean you've 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 been involved in the Scottish music for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing I think
1: I remember of yours would be one domino. On. Yeah, yeah, I, that came out on an Edinburgh label called Stereogram um, in 2014, um, and I, I, that was uh, that was the last airplay ever got in the Mark Riley programme. i was going
0: to say called it Scotland's best kiss. That's right, secret.
1: and I, I I traded in that for years, and I think that was probably a faux pas in my <laughs> part. I just I just clutched that one that baby too hard, you know. Um, who knows? But uh, after that, I had I did an album called uh, My Week Beach a Year, which yeah. was uh, the sort of soundtrack to a, a, a fringe show that I did through for Apple Tree Writers for Hannah at Apple Tree Writers, which is the sort of publishing wing of um, of Coastwood in a way, and uh, so that was uh, that got 10 out of 10 in, in louder than warm. Um, so uh, that was a sort of apex of, of, of a certain point. I've got a new album out now on um, a Canadian label called The Beautiful Music out okay. of Ottawa and the album's called um, There Are A Thousand Untold Stories and following that there'll be a sort of companion piece um, and that's that's going to be called uh, there are, well it's basically the same title with the word more added to it because there's going to be more <laughs> stuff, unreleased stuff and then that's it, I'm, I'm quitting, oh, yeah? I'm finishing I'm, yeah, I'm just going to do the uh, the poetry as me um, and I'm gonna sort of, I'm putting a band together called the Broughton Street Sailors right with uh, my friend Dave um, who's played live with me with uh, Ian Stoddart who was um, well he was in the, like Dave he was at school with me he was the year above me he's a great drummer he was in Wynn he, he's been oh, in, right. uh, he was in Everest the Hard Way yeah he's been in uh, loads. Of the Apple's loads and loads of bands and um, a fantastic drummer, and um, a guy called Latch, who's um, the progenitor of anti-folk in New York, and a, a mainstay now for quite a few years of the, yeah. the Edinburgh music and, and spoken word scene. I know
0: stuff a bit, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: so that's I really wanted to put some distance um, between the two things because the, the poetry I'm writing at the moment is quite, um, it's quite personal, and and I just. I, I feel I just want to have, have sort of fun with the music and the yeah. most, not necessarily the subject matter, all, all lighthearted, but you just can't beat the fun that you have with um, as a part of a band. Yeah, sure. And these guys were playing with me anyway. We, we played at the CCA the Stereogram Night in uh, December and um, we followed Tam Dean Byrne. He was uh, doing a, a great one-man performance and uh, beforehand we were in the dressing room and we were we're all acoustically jamming songs from Elvis's 1968 TV special and I just thought, <laughs> this is what it's all about, yeah, you know, sure. and Tam came in and started rocking and like and then I think it's the best gig I've ever done, you know, because the band were just springy, you know, they were yeah. really good. And I thought, you know, that, that's it. I, I've enough slogging around doing my own stuff. I want to be in a band and I want to be in a band with these guys. Yeah. And then I was looking at Facebook one night after a glass of wine and, the Lost Edinburgh site put up this picture of these sailors hanging outside a building, literally hanging outside a building from the second and third floor. And then the caption said "Broton Street Sailors. And I thought that's so, it. The band's gonna be called Broton Street Sailors. So so that's what's gonna well, happen.
0: Fantastic. That sounds great. And that have been mainly doing live stuff and I think so we'd like, like to too much about the recording.
1: Maybe just try go into an analogue studio and record us a a seven inch single. Yeah. You know, and we have my solo stuff and Lachie's solo stuff and, and anything the band um come up with um to, to draw on. So yeah, rather than I mean I was in London recently playing a stereogram show it was it was great fun at a great time. Um but, you know, it's we were opening the show and I'd rather do less shows but sort of make an event yeah. of them after all these years and things, you know. So we'll, we'll
0: see what happens. I was going to ask you um, how you see the different. Is there a difference between the songs you do and the poetry you do? But I think you've already answered well, that. Well,
1: yeah, and I would I would add that you know the songs are very much scatter shot, yeah, sort of imagery, and and they have the music to, su- to add layers of suggestion, yeah. and also the way the way that it, I, I sing them, although I pretty pretty much. Um, not as expressive as Frank Sinatra but uh, <laughs> you know there, there are elements you can use to, yeah. to help get the meaning over of course uh, with the poetry I, I'm one for just enunciating the words as clearly as I can and, and, and not doing too much acting out I just want the words to to work on their own you know so it's it's much more of a discipline um, I, I'm not a fan as far as my own writing is concerned. Of poems that I can't understand. I mean, right. I have written poems that I come back three weeks later and I don't know what they meant. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to put them out there. I want every poem to at least be clear to me. Okay. Oh yeah. I don't care if the songs aren't clear to me.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. You did have a collection of poetry, I believe, imports.
1: I did. Yeah, and yeah, that's on the Apple Tree Writers Press um, imprint that came out in December two thousand and fourteen, uh, and. I'm working on a, a follow-up collection called Carol, which will be uh, launched at the Scottish Poetry Library, I think, the 10th of September.
0: And are you actually going to be doing any performing at uh, Coastal? Um, i it not, uh, scheduled? Unscheduled,
1: possibly. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how many sherries it takes for me to do a bono and climb onto the PA. <laughs> Wave a white flag.
0: <laughs> that sounds like perfect for the end of the old weekend. Um... But what interests me, you know, we've talked about the and and, and Mm other events, and it seems that festivals such as Coastward are providing um, somewhere where people of like minds can get together, and before that was not an easy thing to do. You maybe had a certain club night, or you maybe had a um, a bar that you went to, you know, where you knew everyone else, had sort of like minds, but to have these festivals, which can last for days, yeah, and to give over for the whole weekend,
1: which is you know, quite a commitment, a very worthwhile commitment. And, uh, oh, I, I agree hundred percent. I mean, I, I first got that vibe from No Riki. was Michael. I was actually doing a, a Simon and Garfunkel tribute night in Maryhill Borough Halls, um, and uh, Michael was there. Um, from Neuriki and he saw me doing um, a song called um, Faking It which I decided to do in the style of a Cockney David Bowie and he came up to me thought it was a professional David Bowie impersonator but I'm only Faking It and um, so although I might have been a professional Anthony Newley impersonator I suppose uh, yes it's a
0: fine line <laughs> it's a fine line
1: so he uh, he we got chatting and he asked if I wanted to do a few songs this was a very early Noiriki when it was at the Scottish Boot Trust and yeah. it came through and the atmosphere just and that's what turned things for me and what made me want to start writing poetry again it was just I just felt completely at home and uh, and every Noiriki I've been to has had that that vibe. And when Coastward's up and running, when we've set everything up and it's happening and I look around the audience, I get that same yeah. that feeling. I, I, absolutely. And the fact that it's not just for one night, that it's a 3D thing. Yeah. I absolutely. I 100% I, I agree. think when I saw the,
0: the light up you right yeah, yeah, there's nothing here that I wouldn't want to go to and, and learn about. And I think particularly, as I mentioned at the beginning, for people who are interested in writing or... Uh, performing themselves or yeah. creating in any way themselves yeah. so there's a real opportunity here to get involved with some of the, the, the very best around
1: absolutely and uh, it's a friendly vibe you know and something again the Neuriki and I'm sure I've never made it along to a rally in broad um, but I'm sure it's the same thing there that um, you know it's a very egalitarian um, vibe, there's there's no stars in the dressing room doors, there's no dressing rooms for a star
0: <laughs> <That> <laughs> um, So how can people uh, learn more
1: about the website? To, yeah, um, www.coastward.co.uk and from there you can um, download, you can see all the events, you can download a copy of the, the programme of this Coastward on Facebook I won't try and attempt to regurgitate that address but if you look at Coastward or the actual festival itself Coastward 2016 if you put that into your search browser on Facebook you will you will find that
0: and just from looking at some of the pictures that are on the website it just looks like a beautiful place to go and visit
1: it is it is as I say it's the sunniest place in Scotland um, there's uh, but even when the weather's sort of moody um, it's it's really it's still stunning you know, so I, w- I would say that it's a perfect weekend for for anybody. I, l- I wake up in the morning, I look out the window and I can't believe I live there.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, that that never well, goes that away. Really
0: says it all. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, um, anyone listening to this, if you've got a spare weekend between the 27th and 29th, I would suggest you get yourself down. Um, I think it's going to be a huge success. Roy, thanks very much for talking to us.
1: You're very welcome, Alastair. Can I just say um, I would like to say a special mention for our, our writing residents. For this year onto next year, Catherine Simpson. Um, she's a, a very talented uh, author whose novel "True Story" um, has, has recently been published to, to, to great acclaim. She's um, she's true story, true story all okay, one word. I um, and I would I would advise readers, uh, listeners, to to become readers of that book. And Catherine will be in attendance throughout the, the whole festival. And we're very very happy to.
0: Before we shut down, is there anything else you want to kind of flag up?
1: Well, just to to
0: mention, if I can, Alice, just very quickly,
1: we've got Anne Cleaves as well, the author of Shetland. Oh, yes. Um, Now,
0: I did want to mention that because, um, for those who don't know, Anne Cleaves is the person behind the books which became the inspiration for the television show. That's right. Jimmy Perez. Jimmy
1: Jimmy Perez, that's right. And she's giving a talk um, about uh, various characters that she's she's, um, created. Janice Galloway, I think we mentioned. Um, we've also got uh, Jerry Cambridge, who's the editor of The Dark Horse. He's a, also a mean harmonica player. He put together the new... Um, well, he designed the new um, Neuriki collection, Untitled 2. Oh, right. Um, and he's, he's a, a very accomplished book designer and a, a very good poet, and he's giving a poetry masterclass. We also have Ayla Dewar, the author of Women Talking Dirty um, as well. and. Uh, to mention the other people in the courier. We've got Kim Edgar, an Edinburgh singer songwriter, Davey Robertson, who's an a cappella East Lothian. Um, I don't know what he, he sort of sings the news in, a, in a, not like Lance Percival. <laughs> sings and the him, news, sings the news. Yes, <laughs> you'll have to come and see him. Dunbar Sings, who are a local choir, um, led by Karen Deets. Dunbar's writing mums, who are mums in Dunbar and grandmums in Dunbar who, who who write, and that's to a very high standard, and also Firefly45, who are a a local group, very much in the uh, Fairport Convention vibe. I think I've got everybody out. Um, Well, there's a few others. Lindsay McGregor, uh, Jeanette Ayachi and Claire Askew. if I've missed anyone out Fiona Ritchie Walker as well and if I've missed anyone out I'll buy you a drink
0: <laughs> there's a promise I should say as well because we haven't we spoke a lot about poetry and about the writers but there is a lot of music over the weekend
1: there is and it, it's a fusion that seems again led for me personally by, by what Noiriki did a, a natural fusion and and uh, I think uh, words of the beat sort of says it all you know yeah. we're, we're uh, you know, the songs, people that we asked to play, are are wordy, but no less musical for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good way of putting it. Um, okay, I think we will call it a day. Great, day. Thank, thank you, you very much, much. Alistair.
1: Thank you. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. And um, um,
0: we'll be back next time uh, with someone completely different. Cheers.